Welcome to the Gems of Jupiter podcast. I'm your host, Najibi Yasmina, and I believe that holistic learning is an essential part of life. I love to discuss self-development, expanding one's consciousness, and purpose-driven living. Each episode is meant to drop a gem, or a few, that inspire you to live a life based in your own unique Hello, Yahan, aka the 13. You already Thank know. you for joining me. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. Yes, it's a pleasure to have you. And I'm actually really excited for the insightful conversation I think we're about to have. I'm very excited. Before we get into all things mommy skin, the brand, who Yahan is as a creative and a self expressive person, how are you doing? You know, I am doing very good. Today was just a rest day. It's Saturday. I woke up. I made a lovely brunch. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to take my ass back in bed. And that's exactly (laughs) what I did. And I haven't done that in so long. So I think it's very on brand for what we're discussing today when it comes to self-care and just listening to your body and listening to mm-hmm. what she wants or what he wants or what they want. Exactly. No, I completely agree. I love how we're starting that off. Someone who owns a brand that believes in self-care, actually practicing what their brand promotes. It doesn't get more authentic than that. Yes, ma'am. So, Yahan, for the listeners who are tuned in and don't yet know who you are, how would you describe Yahan, the business owner, the face behind the brand? Well, Mommy Skin, I called it Mommy Skin because my name is Mommy Yahan, Joanna Mensa. And to be honest with you, the story behind that is growing up, I was, I wouldn't like to say embarrassed, but I wasn't very keen on like letting people know that was my actual name because Mm -hmm. especially growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood, going to white schools, Yahan is, is foreign enough. So I didn't want to give anyone else a reason to look at me any more differently than they already did. So thinking about the start of this year, for me, my key word was, becoming rooted. And I think in light of that, it was really understanding my roots and understanding where I came from, who I was. And I was like, you know, bring mommy to light. That is my first name. I was named that for a reason. And mommy is a Ghanaian name and it symbolizes being a mother. It symbolizes beauty. And to me, I was like, this is this is absolutely fitting. I love that. It's a perfect segue into what this entire first season of the podcast is about. It's all about self-reflection. It's all about self-expression. And so even you just telling this story about mommy skin and where it came from, the fact that it's rooted out of your actual given name and you've brought that into the light, I think that's so important because... It's interesting how the things that in childhood that we're a little bit ashamed of 
they follow us into our adulthood and they find a way to come to the light. Don't you think that's an interesting thing? Yep. They always, just like how darkness always comes to light, those things mm -hmm. that you hid, you were embarrassed of. At some point, I think it's it's not even that it just it comes to light. It's just at some point you just have to embrace it. And at right. some point you just learn to embrace it, you know? Right. So what do you think led to you taking ownership of your name, Mommy Yehan, and then saying, you know what? I want to attach this to a business and not just any business, but natural body care. So there was a couple things. One, it was obviously with all of the events that had happened in 2020 mm -hmm. in regards to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and buying black really obviously became a huge thing. And right. it made me kind of think on a broader scale where it was like, you know, I've noticed that like the Asians support the Asians, Indians support the Indians, but mm -hmm. here I am investing my money in different brands that really don't have anything to do with my culture or even me in that sense. Mm -hmm. And right. I thought back to, again, when we bring up childhood, I thought back to all the times my parents wanted me to use shea butter and I absolutely hated it because right. <laughs> it was so tough. And I was like, I don't have time to be putting this on my body I don't want to fight with my shea butter. I hate this. And when I when I did more research into shea butter and like the story behind it and its roots, I was like, I'm so proud of this. I want to make this into something that I can use every day. And I want to be able to share that with people. So I want to say like a few years ago, I had been like starting to use shea butter just every day on my face, my body, everything. And it's not it's not just like, okay, you're using shea butter. It's great for your skin. It was just also mm -hmm. how it made me feel because it was like knowing I have no other chemicals on my body. It's just this natural, beautiful butter that is making my skin glisten. It's making my skin so soft and it's just making me fall in love with my skin and my body all over again. But that's what it did. It was a different feeling. When you put on like your favorite dress or your favorite shoe and it, you know your your personality just changes. It just like comes alive. And because I got to put it on every day, it was just something that I just became accustomed to. From there, when it came to the natural body care, like I said, it was just, how can I share this with people? And how can I really showcase our roots? Because Africa's the blueprint. There's so many resources. There's so many yeah. materials that, that come straight out of Africa. And I'm like, why are we not using it? Why are we not necessarily supporting it? Why are we letting other countries take our resources and sell right. it off as their own? So for me, it was like, no, I'm all about this buy black, train, black owned, everything. I'm all about that. So I wanted to join. And this was the way that I felt was near and dear to my heart in a way that I could properly represent myself and my values that way. That's amazing. You spoke to so many different things that also help us further self-express. A form of community, for example speaking to the fact of identifying as a Black-owned brand, being confident in that, being confident in being an African woman, utilizing resources from the country, the continent that you come from, 
and being able to connect, I think, with the consumer base that way as well. I, I related to even when you were saying the tough shea butter that you have to fight with. We all have stories. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Listen, as an African person, you know your parents were trying to get you to put that tough ass shea butter on. All you want to do is go to sleep. You have to let it dry because it's so oily. <laughs> you got to let it dry. Got to let it absorb into your skin. Listen. Like, no one had time for that. <laughs> nobody had time for that. So even those kind of stories are a form of community. And now you're reintroducing shea butter to people and reintroducing shea butter to millennial first generation African people. I also think something that you touched on that was really important that I want to kind of tease out is that you likened putting the shea butter on to like wearing your favorite dress, right? Do you think that natural body care is a way for people to just get back to natural beauty in general? Yes. Yes. And I will tell you why. For example, mm -hmm. right now on Instagram, the trends of these filters, these yeah. filters are absolutely insane. And I tweeted this the other day. Almost every filter is like a different eye color or bigger lips or a contoured yeah. face or a contoured nose, whatever the case may be. I saw a tweet the other day where someone said, like, I've stopped using them altogether because it's really fucking up my perception of me. And right. I was like, yo, that's I, I feel that 110 percent. But the thing is, is to me, that's on like the surface level, whereas right. the natural body care. Yes, it's it's for your body. It's on the surface level, but it's also for me it also translates to what's inside. It also translates to my own perception of me. The more natural, the less I'm second guessing, okay, this is who I am in the mirror. Because it just seems like it's so easy where nowadays we live in a world where it's like, we want these quick fixes for everything, or we want these mm -hmm. quick like beauty enhancements or whatever the case may be. But for me, it's it's not just been about like, okay, how does it make me look? It's more so about how does it make me feel? And yes. just like the same way people are very conscious about what they put in their bodies, I'm the same way of what I put on my skin because it's mm -hmm. still it's still part of my body. It's still a very prominent part of my body. And people may only see my face every day, but I see my whole entire body every day. I think that's the most exactly. important, the most important. So how that looks to me is way more important than how these other beauty standards are and, and how Instagram is going to make me look if I use this filter and so on and so forth. That makes perfect sense. I talk about social media or reference back to it a lot on this podcast because I think that it's really, it's really fucked with the way people view themselves, their self-expression, yep. how they self-reflect. And a lot of times, like, people are looking at somebody else to say, okay, now I feel good about myself because of a way that I look or because of the, the things that I'm even putting onto my body. Because there was a time, too, that a lot of body care I found was filled with a lot of chemicals, a lot of scented things, like 
not naturally scented things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like shea butter kind of just highlights the natural element of the body, Mm -hmm. brings out your own good natural sense, just makes you feel good. And you know that you don't have to go far to find like the trace of ingredients. Exactly. Right. Because I think like even with filters, when you look, there's so many layers to unpeel behind a filter before you get to the actual person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I definitely I definitely see where you're going with that. And natural body care is bringing it back to the simplicity of beauty, mm-hmm. of what beauty can be. It doesn't have to be 17 different steps. Exactly. Yep. I was just going to say, to me, and just to simplify it up, shea butter essentially brings out your natural goddess, your born mm. goddess. To me, that's that's just what it does. It's not right. it's not a a figma of anyone's imagination, nothing. It is just your natural goddess. That's what it brings out to me. Right, exactly. And we we can touch on this as well. The spiritual elements of mommy skin, even the spiritual elements of Africa as a continent. You'll have people from the continent say, I went back and I found myself. So even you talking about using actual resources that come from there and feeling like you're coming back into yourself. And when you talk about the goddess as well, just walking more in alignment with who you are as opposed to who people expect you to be. Yeah. And who we've been conditioned to be as well. Right. One of the main things is like, I know we always say this, you hear this all the time where it's like, it doesn't matter. Anyone's opinions Mm -hmm. are, it's just, it's irrelevant, but it did affect us growing up. Like a lot of opinions of others and and how we were perceived really played a part in who we are today. And for me, when I said like my key word for this year was becoming rooted was to really shed those layers of, of all these years of like who I was perceived of being or the opinions that I took from other people about me. Mm -hmm. It was really just stepping into my own self. So yeah, there's definitely a spiritual element to that for sure, 100%. I love that. I love that because it, it just, it feels like it's all coming full circle. And even when you talk about people telling you who you need to be, prior to launching Mommy Skin, walk me through your thought process in terms of were there any moments where you thought, maybe I shouldn't do this or how it's going to be received. And how did you push through those moments to say, no, this is going to get put into the universe. People are going to have access to this product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So (laughs) like there's so, when you said that, there's so many things that popped into my mind. Yeah. Well, one, the body butters, body care is, so prominent. There are so many businesses. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to just talk about Canada. We'll just say in North America in general, they're everyone and their mom is selling shea butter. Yeah. The body butters. (laughs) Everyone's making their own formulas, doing their own thing. Everyone is doing it. And in the process of me launching, my dad would send me just other companies or other other people that were doing the same thing and I was getting annoyed with him because I was like I don't care what they're doing like that's mm-hmm. great like I I don't care even regardless there's no way anyone is going to come out with the exact same body butter that I have for instance right and he was like no I just want you to to see what the competition is to see what's on the market and blah 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 
And I, I would be sitting here lying to you if I, if I didn't think like, okay, well, because so many people are selling this, like what is going to set me apart? It had nothing to do with the body butter. It had everything mm-hmm. to do with my brand. And it had everything to do with the story behind my brand. So that's kind of where I shifted my focus. And that's kind of what propelled me. The nice thing about this business is like everyone formulates their own type of body butter with their with their own specific ingredients, their own reasons behind it. So for me, just like how I'm Mommy Yahan, how many Mommy Yahans do you know in this exactly. world today? So I'm unique. There's there's not exactly. a duplicate of me anywhere. So I'm like, I kind of translated that over to the body butters. And like I said, I'd be lying if I wasn't phased at one point where I was like, I don't know if I can like, if this is even going to be successful. I don't know if um, I'm going to be able to reach people with this because everyone is doing this. I have to make sure my packaging mm-hmm. is on point. I need to make sure that um, my logo is on point. I just, I need people to fall in love with the brand because I already know that they're going to fall in love with the butter. You know what's what's great about what you just said is that you were able to self-divine for yourself in terms of how you were going to stick out in, I guess, what you could call a saturated market. And I think it's interesting, too, because I actually saw a tweet not too long ago that talked about the fact that a lot of the time, especially as black women, we are more hyper aware of entering into a saturated market because we already know our visibility is lower. Exactly. And so I think it's really commendable that you didn't allow other what other people are doing Mm -hmm. to reflect what you were going to do you knew that they were there obviously but it wasn't a deterrent that's the important part because like you said there's only one mommy a hand exactly and and another example too was even when rihanna came out with fenty beauty um, a lot of people were saying well there's lots of skincare brands there's lots of makeup brands there's mac makeup like there's Mm -hmm everything Kat Von D under the sun, but that didn't stop Rihanna because at the end of the day, even though she's selling similar products, it's her own formulas. It is her exactly. own formulas. It's her own name that is on that brand. People went out and bought Fenty Beauty because we love her brand. Exactly. So it's not always about the product. It's about the story and the brand itself. So Yeah. And I also think too that people forget that there are individuals who are enthusiasts of things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm an enthusiast of skincare. I don't just use one brand of skincare or I just don't use one makeup uh, line. I use several. It's the same thing with books. Who do you know that only reads one author? Exactly. So imagine if every other author was to say, I'm not going to write a book because there's so many people already writing books. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? And also, too, I think that in terms of the landscape of shea butter, it's more so highlighted in the U.S. context. Mm -hmm. But would you say that or have you come across a lot of other people that are black women doing shea butter in Canada? Honestly, not so much. Specifically in Ontario, not so much. I know that there's a lot of us out there. I just haven't come across any or at least many 
brands, but I know in like Alberta, there's a lot of people out there that are selling so oh, wow, Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that there's a lot of people here that are doing it as well, but it just, I haven't been able to reach those, um, those individual brands, but I know for a fact it is just looking at social media. It is a lot more prominent in the U S for sure. Right. And I think also the small business rise in the U.S. kind of happened a lot more quickly, but their economy, they have a lot more people, too. So that also makes sense. Mm -hmm. Since we're also talking about what makes mommy skin stand out, can you talk a little bit more about the products? Because I know that you experiment with a lot of different scents and a lot of different kind of textures to give that experience. Mm -hmm. So tell us about some of the different names of some of the products and why you named them what you did, the relevance of the product that you use to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, first, the obviously the most prominent product is the, the butter, and right. we call that Butter Mommy. Everything is something mommy, so it's just mm. kind of reinforcing that idea, that inner goddess, that beauty, mother, queen mother aspect. Now within the shea butter, I first launched with three different scents, which was rose, lavender, and vanilla. Rose was probably my absolute favorite because it was just floral, it's beautiful. It actually has rose petals in it. And every single time you come out of the shower and your whole bathroom just like smells like roses, you smell like roses. It's just Oh, it's just so good. (laughs) Like, it is so, so good. So that was, that's like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite scents. And then lavender, also great uh, for that relaxation before you're about to go to bed, especially um, calming, just a great stress reducer, takes your anxiety levels all the way down. That was kind of like my thought process as far as going into like scents. Um, and then right. lastly, with vanilla, was just that smelling nice, smelling sweet, and just <laughs> and just having that uh, that nice flavor to it. So I started out with those butters, and the next product that I had was just the bath bombs. So the cool Love thing, bath bombs. yes, the cool thing about the bath bombs is they are shea butter infused. I'm all for soft skin. We live in Canada. It is dry, drier than dry. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many times you get out of the bath or you get out of the shower and then like whatever moisturizer you put on just like didn't do it for you. But then it's just like you got the the bath bomb with the shea butter in it and then you put the shea butter after. It's just like, man. And it's healing. It's, it's, that's the other thing too, is like Mm. shea butter is so healing. A lot of us suffer from eczema, for instance, and shea butter is your number one healer for that. I had Mm -hmm. a customer who purchased two body butters for me when I first launched and she reached out to me about a month later and she was like, I swear your body butters cured my eczema. And I was like, wow, I love that. Love hearing that. So it's not only feeling good, but it's also very healing as well too. And then lastly was the Scrub Mommy, which is a foaming bath scrub. So foaming bath scrubs to me, I was a little bit new to them at first, but I was so intrigued because 
I love the idea of a scrub, get rid of that dead skin. But Mm -hmm. I also love the idea of washing it away. So ideally it was, I call it like a three in one. So all of my products will always and forever be shea butter infused. So there is shea butter in the foaming bath scrub, but there's also two different variants, whether it's sugar or coffee. So with the sugar, have the shea butter in there. You're able to use it on damp to dry skin, exfoliate, and then once you step into the shower or once you turn the water on, then you're literally scrubbing it away. And it's foaming, it's there's bubbles, everything. It's just it's just luxury. And then on top of that, it's leaving your skin so soft, not only from the dead skin falling away, but also with the shea butter creating that barrier of moisture as well too. So mm-hmm. we're all about soft, glistening skin. Okay. That's, that's, that's the, that is the goal. That is the goal. So yeah. And with those, every single product come minus the uh, bath bombs, but um, I guess both the scrub and the butters come in all three of the same scents. And then with the bath bombs, I forgot to mention the flowers. So I have lavender buds and then I also have rose petals in there as well too, because roses are great for vitamin E. They also are great for retaining moisture as well too. Crossing all the T's, <laughs> dotting all, all the, the elements. <laughs> and even as you're describing it, the purification process, the healing process. It's interesting because I used to have a friend who commented once that I take such intimate showers. I've never met somebody who takes such long and intimate showers, but I'm like bath time, shower time. You can really mm-hmm. do get some insightful ass information when you're just really in your shower you're washing your body it's like you're washing away any heaviness you get some enlightenment so even as you're describing this process you talk about the customer whose eczema cleared up this this all relates back to a way to more intimately understand yourself because when we clean ourselves too when we bathe ourselves we're really spending a lot of time with our body And you know how sometimes there are people who will say, and I mean, I've even had times in my life where you're not comfortable looking at yourself naked in the mirror, right? And then so think about you, you're taking a shower and if you don't have a process that makes you feel good, it kind of feeds back into that insecurity about your body. Exactly. Right? Would you agree with that? Yep, 100%, 100%. That's that to me is exactly why I think um, when I was saying in the beginning of just how the shea butter made me feel like, yes, it made my skin look great. But it also because my skin looked great, I felt great on the inside. And it just made me look at my body in a completely different way. You know, and when you mentioned those intimate showers, I was like. You're preaching to the choir because, (laughs) yo, the showers, the baths, it is so important to have that time to yourself because we deal with so much on the outside world. And I loved when you said, like, washing away, like, any heaviness. When you're showering, you see all those soap suds just going down your drain. To me, I literally visualize that as, like, Anything that was just weighing down on me, anything that was heavy is just gone. And 
another like kind of a spiritual way to look at that that shea butter and like retaining in that moisture is almost as in as in um protection so it's almost just like now i've put this barrier around my body so that nothing comes in and nothing comes out and that's Mm -hmm. it you know so 100 percent, and they say cleanliness is next to godliness and i truly Mm -hmm. believe that and see and that's why i think that in terms of holistic learning and uh, about ourselves and self-development i think that it's so important to approach it from a non-linear lens yes because it's not just about what you read in a book or Mm -hmm. if you go and you you get a coach or a therapist it's also things like this exactly your your own hygienic practices your own self-care practices and it's interesting, too, and, and I'll actually ask your opinion on this, because as you probably know, a lot within the self-care uh, space, they'll say things like you just light a candle or, or you just need to take a bath. And obviously, we know mental health is a is a real thing as well. But as we've spoken to, there are real benefits to simply like taking a bath or simply like smelling something that uh, makes you feel good. So... Do you think it's important to to have both? Obviously, if you need additional supports for mental health, to seek them. But even doing nice things for yourself, like giving yourself a bit of luxury, that that's important too? A hundred and ten percent. It's like I, I was saying at the beginning of this is I woke up this morning, I made brunch, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to go back to bed. And usually Mm -hmm. I clean my house every Saturday for like hours and hours and hours. But today I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I just want to sit. And to me, that was my luxury. I've, I've heard of so many stories, especially when it comes to mental health, where there's a lot of, there's people who get in depressive states and, um, they won't like clean their, clean their room or, or whatever the case may be, or even take showers. And, I remember seeing a video one time of a girl who was like, this is my progress. Today, after a week, I've finally taken a shower. Mm-hmm. And even, even after her doing it, she felt a sense of accomplishment. So yeah. it almost is a luxury. That self-care aspect of even if it's just regular hygiene, like just your, your, your day-to-day hygiene, it's still yeah. a luxury. It's still a luxury. So just the fact that she was like, yeah, like I actually did this today. That could literally be the equivalent of someone being like, I actually went to get a massage today. I actually went to get a massage Mm -hmm. and it lifted my spirits and I feel great. My body feels great. And I think Mm -hmm. when you mention the word holistic, I think it's so important for people to understand that. Yes, holistic may be in the dictionary. There may be a definition for it, but holistic is your own definition. What right. what holistic means to me may not mean the same to you, right? Exactly. In that sense. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I think that's important. And I think what you just highlighted about how the simplest of things can be luxury too, I think that also allows people to redefine what luxury means to them. Because even within social media, there's been all these conversations about what's luxury, what's Mm -hmm. not, and kind of trying to shame people. But I always try to promote on this podcast that self-care, things that you do to make yourself feel better can literally be the smallest of things. And if it's empowering to you, then it's empowering. Exactly. And don't let anybody tell you, oh, you should do this instead. Because, yeah, 
if you're having a really tough time and you haven't taken a long shower or a shower at all in a while, that is an accomplishment. Yeah. And that's something that you should be proud of. Mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing that with your brand and your business, you're going to be able to assist in those moments with people and be a part of healing and their own self-expression. And that person might have a job interview the next day and take the best bath of their life and with mommy skin and go to that job interview feeling Feeling like a brand new bitch. Exactly. (laughs) Feeling like a brand new bitch. That's that's the goal. And, you know, I'd I'd also like to ask you, too, speaking of like being a brand new bitch. When you started this brand and to this point now, you're you're a one woman show. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're reestablishing yourself now as an entrepreneur, a small business owner. How have you been able to juggle all the responsibilities from making the product to doing the marketing, shipping out the product? And what has that taught you about Yehan? Yeah, honestly, one, it is hard, but it's rewarding. It's insert the star emoji autonomy star emoji. Yeah. <laughs> it is so <laughs> nice to to just have that autonomy where it's like you literally just come in, you make the decisions. It's it's like my baby, like my own grown baby where mm-hmm. I get to dictate what this grows into and what I want it to be and and what I see it being. One thing for me is that with entrepreneurship, you you don't always get what you put in especially right Right. off the bat. And in learning that, I've learned to just pay attention to myself and pay attention to my mind, pay attention to my health, pay attention to my body. I listen to my body. So Mm -hmm. that's that's one of the luxuries of being an entrepreneur is if you don't want to do it one day, you don't have to. I don't want to post on Instagram. I have not posted on mommy skin for a while. And I'm, and I'm doing that okay. intentionally because it's not a job. It's not like, okay, I need to show up, do this, put in work, exhaust myself, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to actually create a lifestyle. I'm, I'm creating a brand. And the, the nice thing about creating a brand is there's no... There's no like, okay, well, this is what you do to create the brand. It has to be X, Y, Z, A, B, C. You have to make sure you fall. No, you get to figure that out yourself and you get to make that template yourself or that blueprint. So Mm -hmm. in all honesty, like when I first launched the... The uptick of sales. I'm not gonna lie to you. I w- I was expecting sales, but I wasn't expecting that many sales, which is okay, always hello. great. Which is so great. I got a great response, and because my products are made to order, I wanted to make sure that I was getting things out fast, and I wanted to make sure that obviously every single order had the exact same quality, and that everything was right. just perfect on my end. And for me, it was, I can't deliver the best product if I'm not feeling the best. I can't. You better say that. Yeah, I can't. It's like, how am I going to put out a body care brand 
products that right. are talking about this, that are supposed to speak to this and how we feel, but then I could be feeling like shit one day. It just, to mm-hmm. me, it just didn't, it wouldn't sit right in my spirit. It's not right. honest. So mm-hmm. with that being said, the key words here, like I said, other than autonomy, is listening to myself. When I listen to my body, the the last order that I I just sent out was late last week. And the person got it and they were like, you know, opening this was like opening a gift. I've never ordered anything where wow. it was like I I was excited, like this was like Christmas or it was like my birthday. I opened this and I was shocked. Just everything, all the effort that I put in in terms of the 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 butters, the rest of the products that he ordered, and putting his name on the card. It was just those little things that really counted to him. And if I was in a shitty space or if I was feeling drained or feeling tired and just like, oh, I need to get these out just because like the hustle don't stop, the grind don't stop, I need to do this, I need to do this, I swear to God I wouldn't have been able to put out that same level of quality that I was able to do. The word that came to mind as you were talking about creating a sustainable lifestyle as an entrepreneur, making sure you're listening to your body so that you can produce products at the highest quality. The word that came to mind for me was intentionality. Mm-hmm. You are making sure that you're very intentional in what you're doing. And that's why I thought it was important too to speak to you and get to know you as the person behind the brand. Because I find a lot when people talk to business owners specifically, they focus on the product or the service, the marketing. But everything that we do in this life, even if it's for a monetary reason or if it's a business, there's a person and a story behind that. And there's a reason that that person's doing it and there's a reason they're doing it in that way. So I wanted more to focus, and we've been doing that throughout this conversation, on why you operate your business the way you do. See, all these elements that people might not have even known of have come to light. All the spiritual elements, the healing elements, the self-expression, the ability to connect to that younger Yahan who couldn't walk as mommy Yahan, and now the adult who's shining in it and saying like, hey, mommy Yahan has something to give everybody else. I think that's so important. Could you speak to the fact that, as you mentioned this earlier, intentionally, you know, not posting to social media in a while. How do you kind of combat or deal with that incessant push to always push out content? as a business owner? How do you find the ability to be like, no, I'm not going to fall into that rat race? Yep. Well, easy. I'm a consumer. I'm on social Mm -hmm. media, have my own personal account, obviously. And I look at the things that that bother me. (laughs) So (laughs) if I see, if I'm following a brand or anybody and it's like they're constantly pushing out content because like they just they need to push out content like they're not right. they're not intentional with it it's just like boom mm-hmm. i need i need to make sure they don't want you to forget them exactly yeah. i am not like that in any mm-hmm. aspect of my life i just 
want to approach things slow. I want to approach things real because I feel like yeah. people can sense that out. And mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, when you said that, I just like I'm addicted to like just TikTok. Like I love like watching TikTok videos. <laughs> and I saw this video from um, this influencer. His name is Brett Man Rock. And oh he, yeah, I love Brett Man yes, Rock. We love yes. Brett Man. Okay, yeah. Brett Man. Brett Man. <laughs> Brett man. Okay. He said, he's like, if you're thinking about being an influencer, don't be an influencer thinking that you're going to get money because people will, people will literally sense that out and your content will suck. And he was saying that people don't like influencers who are just doing this for money. Right. And I was like, that's so true because there's certain there's certain influencers where I'm like, I know you're not genuine. You're just putting this out here because it's either an ad that you're going to get paid for or right. you're saying things on the Internet that are not true, but you're just trying to get the views. I yeah. don't ever want to fall on in that category. I would rather not post for a month even though it's my business. And I'm sure like mm-hmm. there's other entrepreneurs that might be listening and be like, girl, you are crazy. Yeah. What? Yeah. You're like, I have a social media schedule. I got a right, right every Thursday at this yeah, time yeah. and so on and so forth. But you know, like that's the great thing about entrepreneurship is that you, yes, you learn as you go, but you also get to go into your own flow. You get to have your own rhythm. Yes, I am grateful for every sale that I've had and every sale that I continue to get. It's not it's not solely about the money for me. It's really not. Mm. It's not because a lot of my money goes into this. Before I could even turn over a profit, I have to invest. So it's not even the question of me being like, hey, I want to put this out, getting the money, I'm getting this. No, 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 no. I want to make sure that it is quality. I want to make sure that my investment is going to turn over. And and yes, my I call my investment me posting on social media. That is an investment. Yeah. That is another type of investment. I think posting on social media too, it's energy. And yeah. I find that it's interesting. I relate to everything you said too, because even when I think of my own content and creating mm-hmm. things and approaching a self-development podcast, at first I was like, how do I have to talk about things? Like, does right. it have to be very much like, go to therapy, do these breathing exercises. But what if sometimes I want to talk about randomly this thing or this other thing? And then I'm like, all of this has to do with self-development. I don't have to talk about it in one way, right? Like I wanted to have business owners on the podcast. I wanted to have people who were influencers and writers and photographers. I didn't just want it to be one kind of person Mm -hmm. because I feel like all of us are teachers. Exactly. All of us have something to share Mm -hmm. and all of us can be inspirational in our own way. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think when you mention the fact of people wanting visibility or to do something simply for money, Mm -hmm. it removes, well, what is your purpose? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you kind of see people reaching for whatever is accessible and saying, okay, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to do that. But it's not as if they're doing different things that they actually want to do. It's just because they think I have to do this to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I feel like, as you said, this becomes obvious to 
people from the outside looking in. Exactly. Especially to the consumer, because I'm sure whenever we get phone calls or we get spam mail about this sale is going on or come by Mm -hmm. this or whatever the case may be, more often times than none, like I'm either going to hang up the phone or I'm not even going to open up that email. Like I just, Mm -hmm. if, if it's something that I need, great, cool. But to me, it's just, like you said, it's not being money hungry. It's taking Mm -hmm. all that energy and actually investing that time, that energy into the quality of your own product. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're approaching your business from the mindset of abundance as opposed to a money grab, it will open up different avenues and Mm -hmm. doors. And you've even spoke to all of the ways that you've learned more about yourself. That's a form of abundance too. Like having more insight about who you are Mm -hmm. as a person too. Would you agree with that? 110%. 110%. And that's, that's, it's actually very ironic because even like when the pandemic started last year and I remember speaking with someone who wanted to start doing Amazon FBA, which was just like getting products and selling them on Amazon. And I was doing some research from people who were doing it and they were saying there's there's different types of products that you can do where you either create your own product, which is more so like a passion product, like you're actually passionate about the item itself or Mm -hmm. you're just getting everyday items from China, AliExpress, Alibaba, and right. then you're selling it on Amazon. And they were saying it it makes more sense for you to invest in a passion product. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to start Amazon. I'm not going to do anything that has to do with Amazon because I want to make sure that whatever it is I'm going to put out, I want to be passionate about it. Because if I'm not mm-hmm. passionate about it, it's going to fall on the back burner I'm not going to care anymore. I'm yeah, exactly. like my attention is just going to go elsewhere. So it was very important to make sure that it was something that not only was I passionate about just for me, but I wanted to make sure that I could actually share that. And I think that's, that's where passion lies is we always want to share. Just like you said, we're all teachers. I want, I want to educate. I want to teach. I want to share this product with everyone because of how, it makes me feel and not just to get a paycheck, you know? That's actually a perfect segue into asking you, how do you see Mommy Skin doing the same? How do you see Mommy Skin, the brand, expressing more, growing more, becoming more vibrant as you do? Product-wise, focusing on more areas of your body. That's that's one goal. Brand-wise is I just want to be able to showcase beauty. I'm I'm working on working on some things right now in terms of how I can showcase that, how I can come out with a campaign. So we'll say that there yeah. there are campaigns that will be coming out time-wise. I don't know. We're going to just, just follow the Instagram and right. wait for that yeah. info, but <laughs> I have a Sagittarius. I'm just going to pop out and come out when it's ready. But it's focusing on more areas of the body, but it's also showcasing. So I want to incorporate real people. I want to incorporate Mm. real bodies, real skin, and bringing, bringing it back to when we were talking about those Instagram filters 
of people with great skin where it's like it almost looks like there's no texture to their skin. No I pores. Want, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to bring that back and, and showcase it as this is normal because yeah. a lot of people's perceptions have been skewed based on like, okay, if I don't have airbrushed skin it means i have bad skin or my skin is not as great as that person using the filter or my skin is not as great as me using this filter so mm -hmm. i just want to showcase the reality but the beauties of that reality it's great because it, it just speaks to where your focus is on and i think that also to the the way that you're you're going with mommy skin it will also have a really good impact on younger people as well. And I'll ask you that. How important is it that younger people have avenues for natural body care and, and natural expression? Oh, my God. It's more important now than it was for even us when we were younger because right. now it's like surgery is normal. Mm. Like, you have 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds that are out here getting BBLs, out here doing yeah. xyz and it's just like oh my god like that's mm -hmm. so sad it's just the fact that things have transitioned to where there's a new beauty standard to the point where people think that they have to get these things done in order to have that beauty standard and i'm not i'm not dissing anyone yeah. who who's done it because i'll say i've thought about it 100 percent yeah Hundred percent, and mm -hmm. I'm a natural, natural born hourglass figure. Okay, yeah. and I've thought <laughs> yeah. about it myself. So, yeah. I think in in terms of the youth, the youngins, it is so so important because when I think about my inner child and I look back at my childhood, just like me embracing my name, if I could just embrace myself and my body. Back then, I feel like me as an adult, I may not have had to do as much work as I've had to do now as an adult. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, mm -hmm. not to say that I regret any of that work or anything like that, but hey, if I could help just kind of put those ideas into the youth's mind, I definitely would, just so that mm -hmm. they realize, like, regardless, there is no beauty standard. Like, there is no beauty standard. Everyone is unique. Everyone is beautiful in their own way at the end of the day. You know? Yeah, and I think that's such a great message for the youth to have. I think 100%. it's so important. Yeah. So, Yahan, it brings us to the end of our time together. Oh, my gosh. Where'd the time go? We've covered so much ground, and I really appreciate you sharing your story and really expressing the intimate nature of mommy skin and where it comes from. And it's such a beautiful story. And I think as it continues to grow, we're just going to see a lot of amazing things. So I, I can't wait. The last thing I am going to ask you, and I ask every guest, because this is the gems of Jupiter. <laughs> the gems of Jupiter. The gems of Jupiter. So if you could leave the listeners with your secret gem, one secret gem in regards to living your best life mm -hmm. and expressing yourself, what would it be? 
Okay, let me tell you this. Y'all listening? Everyone, make sure you're listening. Turn the speakers up. Okay. Everything that's happening outside of you is fake. You don't need to please anyone. You don't need to hate on anyone. You don't need to look at what anyone else is doing and compare yourself to them because it's all fake. This is your world. You are the God of your own reality. Everything around you is you pushed out. Neville Goddard said that. I'm going to say it one more time. Everything around you is you pushed out. So if you walk outside your house and you're angry, you're pissed off, that's what you're going to get in return. Everything around you is fake. You're the god of your reality. My interview with Yahan was a breath of fresh air. Our conversation illuminated the woman beyond her product and brand and spoke to how mommy skin was brought to life by Yahan owning her truth. By breaking free of what society has conditioned her to be and shedding layers that were masking who she truly was, Yahan has been able to set herself apart in the realm of body butter by identifying her purpose-driven why behind mommy skin, which allows her customer base to fall in love with who she truly is. On top of that, Yahan lives her brand messaging of self-care by honoring and listening to her own body and recognizing when she needs to slow down or rest. In turn, she is forging a path of entrepreneurship that is sustainable and aligns with her values and lifestyle. I also loved when Yahan spoke about her further goals to showcase the reality and beauty of all bodies as they are. Self-acceptance was a running theme throughout our conversation, and through Mommy Skin, Yahan is helping others do just that. The word that I will take into the week from our conversation is rooted. The ability to stand firm and unwavering in your purpose and truth. When we are rooted, we purify ourselves of all that seeks to distract and disorient. When we are rooted, we are able to cleanse the dust that pixelates our true reality. I encourage each of you to do one thing this week, big or small, that brings you closer to identifying what makes you feel rooted, owning that feeling, and claiming the power that it brings. Peace and blessings, and I'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe to Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also check out the episode description box to send a comment, question, or a love note to the podcast directly. I appreciate your support, and I'll see you next week.